Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tit, fart, turd, and twat. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic, as chosen by me, yours truly... Is Blink-182. That's right, folks. Geiger's favorite band, Blink-182. Now, you were mm-hmm. really excited about doing this this episode. You had said you've right. been looking forward to it since the beginning of the show. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your history with uh, the band Blink-182, what they mean to you. Well, I'm really glad you asked. Uh, in the late 90s, the early aughts, perhaps even, I was, uh, I was actually a big fan of Blink-182. Uh, because I was 14 and retarded, so I didn't really know anything. I was also a big fan of Corn and uh, Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock. Yep, sounds sounds so, about right. Just about in line with all of that stuff was Blink 182. Uh, their songs were popular. They were poppy. Boy, they were sure were popular. Oh my goodness! And I really, literally thought that if I liked them outwardly enough uh, a girl would like that <laughs> that was incorrect as it turns out say, how'd, how'd that work out yeah cool we actually have a post in this episode that's kind of related to that so that'll oh. be fun to, to hear in a little bit <laughs> yeah. now me personally i never got into uh, blink 182 all my friends did uh they were really into that band uh but i was too busy listening to uh billy idol and priest. <laughs> wow, I really don't know what's worse. Billy Idol. <laughs> Good God. Really bad, dude. Yeah, not great. Um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, it wasn't quite my scene. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Um, there are some folks who seem to still embrace that scene. Uh, which we'll talk about later. Sure are, yes, sir. Uh, but Blink-182, pop-punk band from the mid-'90s to the... Well, they, they sort of became something in the mid-'90s and then, f- let's say, fizzled out by the mid-aughts. Does that sound right? Sounds about right, yeah. They had a good 10-year stretch with a, a high peak right in the middle of that. And um, since then, they've gone through various changes... Uh, there's been some crazy things that have happened to a couple of the guys. Uh, some of them have odd beliefs about things, which we'll talk about. Sure. I would say when you think of Blink-182, the average fan, you think of Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLonge, Travis Parker. Those are the big three for this power trio. (laughs) (laughs) This amazingly talented band. Uh, but there are other members, which we will talk about as well. Um... It's. I don't know what else really to say before we read the posts. I don't so. think there's much else to say. Why don't we go ahead and uh, get this mosh pit 
opened up. Huh? <laughs> let's fucking... Let's act like Blink-182 and be, like, re- extremely punk rock about this. Like, really <laughs> against the man. It's so punk rock, dude. I'm, I'm gonna pinch... I'm gonna pierce my lip with a... Uh, a <laughs> with a safety pin right now. Oh, I literally did that at that age. <laughs> God damn it. I remember showing my dad and he was like, fucking stop that. Don't do that. It's like, he's like, that's fucking weird, dude. He didn't think it was cool. He didn't think it was interesting. He was just very sad that his son was doing that. And he was right to be to feel that way. God, what a great start to this episode already. I love it. So good. So good. Great. Well, like you said, a lot of people out there really into Blink-182. Like Reddit user Jody182, who went to the band's subreddit, rblink182, to post this. I am currently pregnant with my first baby, and myself and my husband are huge Blink-182 fans. We are due to find out the sex of our baby this week, and if it's a boy, we are thinking of naming him Mark Thomas Travis after our favorite band and favorite album. What do you guys think? Mark would be his first name, and Thomas Travis as his two middle names. And Jimmy G. Wobchob replied, Okay, this is pretty cynical of me, but what if later down on the road, they all turned out to be massive pedophiles? Wouldn't your son's name... (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't your son's name just remind you of something pretty awful? I'm not saying there's any probability in this at all, because there isn't. But yeah, in case you aren't aware, over the last year or two in the UK, there have been freaking loads of cherished celebrities who have come out as child molesters that surprised everyone. Yeah, so thanks, Jimmy. Uh, Great, great advice there. Went ahead and checked out Jody's posting history, and it turns out that she ended up having a daughter that she named Sophia. And okay. she has recently started posting in our feet pics. Oh, so. well, that's a fun twist to the tale. Uh, but not surprising, considering <laughs> her the, desires. The Venn diagram would be... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of a, a parent that would give their kid every name from the Blink-182 band versus... Women that would sell their feet pics online, I would assume. Actually, oh, she's not, not even selling, selling them. She just nope, she's giving them away for free. <laughs> giving up the ghost. Yeah. Well, maybe she's, maybe she's teasing them with the with the Reddit stuff, and then for, to get the real good stuff, whatever that even means. With feet, <laughs> I don't know what feet pic teasing <laughs> is. If you want to see me dump an entire container of cottage cheese over my little piggies, <laughs> yeah, sign up here. Like I get if you're into like big cans, you have oh, it's it's a, uh, I have a scarf over my 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 nips. You can't see the real deal, but with your feet, it's like here's a half of a toe. I really don't I don't get it. <laughs> I have those, no like, idea. Low, those low rise socks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what is hot a part of the feet, so I don't. I'm not Boy. sure what she's doing. <laughs> what isn't? More like it. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, I found uh, Mark Hoppus, uh, the bass player and uh, I co-lead singer of Blink, uh, over there on wikifeet.com. <laughs> He's got a 4.88 rating out of five. <laughs> Not bad. 
here, here are some of the comments. Uh, username Little Hill, commenting on a picture of Mark's feet, said in all caps, "Jesus Christ, this is amazing. These feet are incredible." <laughs> and uh, user Kin's feet on the same picture. Holy hell, where did you get these from? <laughs> Literally, such a great pick. <laughs> And then Little Hill came back 10 months later to say this on another picture of Mark. I remember this pic from years ago. I was so young and so, can I say, horny? <laughs> Which I, I, I'm assuming you can say on wikifeet.com. Uh, uh, also, Wikifeet has a very convenient rating system that allows you to look at other celebrities who have been list, uh, liked by the same users. So for Mark, we have Ryan Felipe, Joel okay. McHale... <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, Army Hammer, and Justin Bieber. So great. <laughs> all of our feet heads out there. Um, if you're into Mark Hoppus's feet, inex- inexplicably, uh, you know where else you can look. Oh man, I would. You know, I'd give almost anything to be famous enough to have my own wiki feet account put up. <laughs> I guess you could just literally anybody could start one. So maybe I'll just start curating my own. Just you know, mm. like, oh, oh no. Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Oh wow, there's 68 comments from <laughs> the same account. All these pictures that are happens uploaded to within share the my last initials. 8 hours. How embarrassing. I hope nobody looks at this. Boy. You know, of all the people you would think of, though, Mark Hoppus, not top of the list for WikiFeet guy, you know. Uh, maybe like no. Fabio, maybe? That that makes Fabio. sense. Fabio. Sure, he's uh, good looking. Right. Fabio WikiFeet, what do we have here? <laughs> uh, Fabio, oh my God, a 3.88. Wow, he's down. He's, he's down below. He's below. to Mark Hoppus. Wow. Gee whiz. Uh, what's that Andy? It's is... <laughs> Andy Circus. I was going to say Andy Dick. Let's look up Andy Dick since I already typed that in. Andy Dick 2.71. That's brutal. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, don't know how you spell Andy Circus, so I'm not going to bother. Oh, I know right, it's not yeah. like the circus. No. So. here. I don't uh, think he's on there. 3.6. Mark Hopp is better than all of them. Wow, that's what a fun site. <clears throat> Folks, check out Wikifeed if you got a chance. Maybe one of our listeners will start pages for us over there. Wouldn't that be fun? Hey, unfortunately on the same topic, here's an article from the Daily Mail. Travis Barker seems to have an insatiable appetite for Kourtney Kardashian's feet as he posted a kinky snap on Saturday. The 46-year-old Blink-182 drummer was pictured with his fiancée's feet on top of his face as they lounged in matching leopard pajamas. Though it's not the first time he has snapped Courtney's self-proclaimed angel feet before, in the intimate bedtime snap, Travis was seen buried in the bottom of Courtney's right foot as he appeared to kiss and lick it for the camera. Cheekily nodding back to his request, Courtney responded, You've been extra good. Perhaps a bit too much for Instagram, the majority of comments ranged from yo what to please stop it to Travis Travis WTF. Yeah. Uh, Odd thing to to throw up there (laughs) when, okay, 
Now, just if you're just a regular person with you and your wife and you're doing that weird enough, but when you like between the two of you have like, I don't know, 30 million followers sure. or whatever the hell, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, yeah. And uh, when you're doing that, uh, posting that on uh, <clears throat> Christmas Eve, <laughs> well, when that post was made. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's fine. Not everyone. Maybe they're Jewish. And that's fine. And that's that's also I'm fine. not upset about that. Not in the least. No, sir. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what an episode out the gate. But, like, why? There's nothing that you wouldn't do that with any other part of your wife's body or girlfriend's body or whatever, right? No, you wouldn't, like, show yourself, like, breastfeeding or anything, right? No. <laughs> You're just, like, uh, like licking her ears. Like, oh, I love her ears. I'm an ear guy. It's like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. The feet, feet, the feet, the foot thing is, I'll still never understand. Nope. We did a whole episode about feet, if I recall correctly. Sure did. And still don't understand. Don't get it. Don't remember anything from that one. I'm sure it was good. Episode 298, I believe. But (laughs) could be off a little bit. Hey, speed of Travis Barker. I found this post about him over on the subreddit R Drums. And considering that he's a drummer, that would make sense. Sure. The OP said, I'll admit it, I hate the guy. I think he's the single most overrated drummer on the planet. The distance between the pedestal he's put on and his actual skill is breathtaking. I've had people look me in the eyes and say he's the single greatest drummer of all time. All I see is a monkey-armed, smarmy asshole with very <laughs> mediocre beats and chops. I tried to set my feelings aside and give an honest YouTube dive on what this doofus was bringing to the table, and I honestly couldn't find a single video that impressed me. I'll get this out of the way, because people love to bring this up. Travis Barker is a better drummer than me. I've been drumming for about 15 <laughs> years, off and on, and am reasonable behind a kit, but should be better for 15 years of drumming. Uh, and a now deleted user said, uh, "He was the sole survivor of a plane crash." <laughs> Get a free pass, baby. Which Guy can is, do it every once. Is true. He was literally in 2008 uh, in a plane crash, a uh, private jet. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about this. Maybe some folks out there. Might have their own words, but the captain of that flight was a woman. (laughs) And the plane crashed shortly after taking off from the runway. And uh, everyone on board died except for Travis, who was also burned almost all over his entire body. So he still drums from then. He uh, never flew again until a couple months ago where uh, his, uh, his gal pal, Courtney Kardashian convinced him to fly again. That's right. So the feet must be really good. <laughs> the guy literally has parts of his body missing due to the plane crash. And she's like, but baby, can we please fly? He's like, oh. Yeah, the soles are good enough. Yeah, let me suck them toes, baby. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well. It's a shit. <laughs> I do like the kind of backhanded thing of like he is a drugger drummer than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I think he sucks, but uh, he is better than I am. <laughs> Gotta give it to him. 
credit where credit is due. I stink. So, great. In a very similar theme to that last one, Diomedes went to the forums at talkbase.com to post this. Why do people hate Mark Hoppus so much? They always say mm. he's overrated, but I've never heard anybody say he's a great bassist. So why do people always say he's overrated? Personally, I think he does just a great job singing well and playing the bass, which is hard enough. Why the hate? And Mikey Fingers replied, I don't have anything personal against Hoppus. It's just that Blink-182 sucks immensely. He never plays mm. anything even remotely good, and all the music is painfully simple. Their fans think these guys are gods, but they wouldn't know real talent if it fell out of the sky, landed on their face, and started wiggling. Quite honestly, I hate him because I'm a better bassist than him, but I'm not famous, and he is. And he has a signature model Fender. I guess it is personal. Yeah, this is about what I expect on that sort of forum. Uh, uh-huh. I used to post on uh, guitar forums back in the day. Sure. When I was in my teens. Then it was it was all extremely uh, pretentious about this sort of thing. Now we've also done a guitar guitar uh, episode as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like that was the recurring thread throughout the entire thing. Yep. Was that people that post online about guitars are assholes. So Yeah, if you're an online musician you can it's very easy to just be like, Yeah, I'm great. And, <laughs> like I know everything about being a great guitarist, great saxophonist, whatever. No, I don't have to uh, prove anything to you people. Yeah. And you can just talk shit about the guys who do it professionally and make a shitload of money doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> good, good, good. But yeah, just another guy who uh, actually is personally against the uh, against him. Like I, oh, yeah, I just, don't like him. Straight up don't like the guy. It's not that I don't like him, it's just that I do actually I absolutely like him, do so. not like the guy. <laughs> well, let's talk about the third member, Tom DeLong. Mm, uh, he's the guitarist. And he's the guy who's who's like all the small things. Yeah. That voice that you don't know what kind of accent. Like, is that uh, Boston? Is it Midwest? Is it California? What's is going it on? Irish? What the hell's going on? Uh, he is a lifetime fan of UFOs and aliens. Mm. He's actually tweeted out about it a bunch. He's uh, shared uh, very grainy images of ufos that he found online and said here's proof (laughs) it just uh, could be literally anything could be a picture of a q-tip in the his bathroom who the hell knows uh he also wrote a damn novel called secret machines book one chasing shadows here's a brief synopsis Chasing Shadows follows intersecting stories of Tamika, a skeptical UFO journalist, Jersey, a World War II prisoner of war, Jennifer, an heiress, and Alan, a pilot involved with an Area 51 project. Hmm. Somehow, this book uh, doesn't have bad reviews. It's actually, people seem to enjoy it. Uh, But I found this very interesting thing. It's a personal email that Tom sent to a friend describing the book. I know you are so busy, so I apologize in advance. I ask that you consider reading the forward in my new book. I wrote this as a personal letter to my youth so they can walk with me through all of this. When you read it, 
you will get that same sense, a wide-eyed and respectful experience. Also, you make an invisible appearance within the text at the end. My co-author is a distinguished professor at the Robertson School of Shakespeare and New York Times bestselling author. Hmm. Basically, he's really fucking good. Elevated writing and award-worthy if he wasn't attached to my name, too. Ha! You may actually love the book, if you like great stuff and have amazing taste. But until then, check out the Ford if you find time in all the madness. Best, Tom DeLonge. Okay. Well, the madness that Tom is referring to is the 2016 election, as this is an email sent directly to John Podesta <laughs> and was leaked during the Clinton email scandal. So, what? Uh, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Out of out of every <laughs> combination of people that could possibly be friends, uh, the frontman of Blink One Eighty Two and John Podesta. Well, friends is not the best of words because if you actually look through those emails that were leaked, uh, it's Tom emailing John a lot, and then there's also emails of uh, John's assistant forwarding those messages to. Uh, Mr. Podestan saying, do you want me to blow this guy off or what? <laughs> Which had to really hurt <laughs> Tom when he saw those actually leaked by, uh, uh, I don't know, Julian Assange or whatever. That had to be tough. That rocks. Okay. Yeah, so at some point Tom DeLong became intimate in some capacity with the 2016 Clinton campaign, and while that was going on, he wanted those folks to read about his alien book. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's a word for it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, fucking weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. That's right. Well, speaking of Tom, back in 2011, him and his other band, Angels and Airwaves, one of his other bands, produced and created the score for a film titled Love. Here's a review of the movie on IMDb from Leo Kyle 6920. Some guy stuck in space, loses contact with Earth, goes crazy. Then a bunch of random pictures and images. Then some music at the end. A total waste of my time. I will never watch a movie by this director. I will also never watch a movie by this writer either. Angel and Airwaves is an okay band, but I won't listen to them again either. I'm super angry. Awful movie. The worst I've seen in years. Glad I'd never spent money on this. Would love an apology from all who participated in it even. It was like watching Grass Crow or watching Ice Melt. Also, this is my first review on IMDb, and it will be my last. You must submit at least 10 lines of text. So lame. And you cannot spell any naughty words. This is not much freedom, I'd say. It's my review, and I should be able to say as much or as little as I'd like. And if I want to use swear words to do so as well, that should be my choice. IMDb is just as worthless as this movie. I truly hope they suspend my account as well. IMDb is an awful piece of garbage. Here's my middle finger, IMDb. Suck my dick. So they they, they weren't... It wasn't their favorite movie, we could probably... <laughs> 
And they're definitely not a fan of IMDb, from what I could tell. But again, I maybe I have to, I haven't read through the lines completely. And this was no, this was a one star review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every once in a while you'll hear about a movie where like, yeah, this uh this like very experimental artist did all the entire soundtrack and then it's just dog shit. Sure. And like it's it's a weird selling point for a movie cuz I don't really give a shit about the music in a movie unless it's a I guess a musical. Yeah, that's kind of where that you draw the line on that stuff, sure. Yeah. But even that I don't I don't want to see, so in my own <laughs> personal thing, but Yeah, not entirely sure um what the thought process behind letting Tom and his band uh, produce a film was like, did they really think that was going to go over well, but you know, good for him and the rest of that gang for being able to do it. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. The director of that film just, uh, directed the latest sequel in the paranormal activity series. All right. So get moving on up. <sighs> Slowly but surely. I, I guess. I don't know. It's the <laughs> the eighth the eighth movie in the series, if you can believe it. Direct to streaming. That's even that's somehow even like worse than to like directly to like Redbox. Direct to streaming, that's like a kick in the teeth. Like you you could just as we've said in the past, anybody can put anything they want up on Amazon Prime video. Yes. We could put videos of this podcast on Amazon Prime. So yeah. that's, but we won't because that requires more than a, a second of work. <laughs> a modicum, a modicum of effort. Oh, well. <clears throat> All right. We're going to stop right here because we're going to finish the rest of this episode over on patreon.com slash report this post. That's right. If you enjoyed this first 20-ish to 30-ish minutes of the episode, you'll be happy to know that there's about an hour extra of this one over there uh, on patreon.com slash report this post. Head over there, and all you gotta do is subscribe for five bucks a month. You'll get every single full episode with dozens of more posts a month, plus an additional bonus episode every single week. Unbelievable. This is literally millions of posts that we read on the air uh, every single month. Possibly billions. I have not counted. In fact, I can't count. I'm actually illiterate as well. But irregardless, patreon.com slash report this post, and we'll see you over there, and God bless.